Welcome back to Geek Show Help Desk. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, everyone. Yeah. Happy We're holidays. Happy holidays. For you. Merry Christmas. All the happy Hanukkah, all the things. This is the Geek Show Help Desk, where we talk about tech, gadgets, sciencey things. Let's kick it off by introducing our illustrious panelists. Ooh, illustrious. Illustrious. Starting with uh, Owen. Hey. Everybody, it's me, Owen. You can follow me on X at Technoan. And uh, yeah, that's it. All right. He's next to Owen. He's Lando. Hey, it's Lando. Jeez. Other way. <laughs> I, was, I was practicing my, ger- my <laughs> the patented Jaren Paws. The old Jaren Paws. That's it. I'm done. All right. And he's Jaren. You can find me on Twitter at Jaren. Impressive. No buys. And you can Whoa. hear all about how I got roofied, apparently, on a special Patreon-exclusive show next week. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> oh, we have a host. His name is Tony. There's the there pause. It is. It's back. He's see? back. You got to do me last. Just, I know how to do it. See, yep. just add it. you just added the, the pause at the end. All right. Uh, yep, I'm, Qua- I'm Tony. Check me out on Twitter's at Quad T. Do you know your name? I'm Quad T, and uh, on the Geek Show podcast. Um, but yeah, like Jaron said, we have a special uh, 10-minute-ish episode that is exclusive to the Patreon backers uh, next should week. A, should I give a teaser? Uh, no. What's no, about? No, no, okay. no. That's no, all, all right. just it's a big old surprise. Teased. I already gave a teaser anyway. And uh, if you were paying attention. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's uh, that also... Uh, is the only thing that we'll be releasing next week. We're taking next week off for Christmas, and we won't be recording or releasing an episode next week, but we'll be back the uh, the week of New Year's. So if you're a Patreon backer, you'll get a little little bonus because we appreciate you. Mm-hmm. And uh, Merry Christmas or whatever. As far as all the, the rings, all the things. As far as the regular shows go, uh, we will be skipping next week. All right. Uh, let's see. Do we have? Any emails? It's a Christmas miracle. We have four. Ooh. Four? Oh, baby. Yeah. Uh, that's, that's a good amount. First email is from Corey Fur. He says, Lambo is a great name. Hey, fellas. I don't really have anything <laughs> for you other than encouraging word for Lando. Oh. For Halloween last year, I dressed up as a sheep with a Rambo getup on. Lambo, Rambo. Lambo. <laughs> Actually, as I think about it, I'm not entirely sure this will be encouraging to you. Sorry? <laughs> Much love, Corey Fur. Appreciate the email, Corey. It's not encouraging. That, that's a pretty great. I do appreciate if, the if the the, the alliteration. I do, I do, I really do appreciate it. I just don't like the name Lambo for me. That's all. It's short for Lamborghini. How can you not? I know, like it? but I don't like it. I know, but not I think. For me. But I think that we decide what's best for you. That's true. Yeah. So. No, I don't like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That it's feels okay. bad. It does. I know. Thanks for writing, uh, in, Corey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, know I know you love me. Uh-huh. Uh, we got an email from, from John. <laughs> Crap. He says, uh, help desk team. Over the years, I've accumulated almost a dozen different external hard drives, some oh. of which are 10 years old, and I have an aging laptop that is going to get replaced after the new year. What's the best way to back up and store all this old data? I plan on copying everything over onto a new terabyte hard drive. That's a good plan. And I am also going to save it all to either my OneDrive or Google Drive. I'm just worried that in copying this data over, I may lose integrity or the files may become corrupted. Is there any way to positively ensure that my data gets saved correctly? You guys nope. are awesome. John from DC. Thanks, John. No. Nope. You're going to have to risk it, but I'm sure you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. that, that's the cloud stuff that really does it because Google will 
down-res your photos, don't they? Or if you pay for uh, no, if you no, upload it to a folder. Yeah, if you oh. pay for storage, yeah. they will not downres okay. your stuff. That's only okay. if you do their free, like Google Picture Photos, uh, Google just back- Photos, Photo Backup. Yeah. Yeah. Just don't do what I do and buy a FireWire drive when you're in high school, and now you have no way of plugging it in, in anymore. Womp womp. Uh, oh, I got you. you. I got went, you, bro. You went the old Apple standard. Yeah, they failed yeah. you. Yeah, just telling you. Fail me. If you need one, I I got you. I have all the things. So. You have an adapter? How do you get from FireWire to something useful? Well, they make a what? FireWire to USB adapter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, have, really? Amazon. Yeah, for sure. Yep, I've yeah, got a fire. 50. I got a FireWire card in my media drive, so I can hook <laughs> of up. Of course, a you do. <laughs> That's yeah. amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but yeah. No, I just, mean, like, uh, usually when you copy it. when you copy files to a hard drive, it will do the integrity check as you're copying it over. Mm-hmm. So more likely than not, you'll be fine. Yeah. But the longevity of that a chance. spinning disk hard drive That's the danger. That's right? the dangerous part. Yeah. So if yep. you can if you could if you can do it, you can buy one of those external SSD enclosures and Yeah, but, but uh studies are showing that the SSDs aren't that much longer mm-hmm. living yeah. than the than the spinning right. hard drives at this point. A lot point of people anyway, do them in, so do you recommend cold storage like where you just you don't keep it plugged in all the time to keep that motor from as long as it is in a place that doesn't get jingle jangled around, then right. Well, but and and isn't stopping and starting the spinning drives bad too? Like, yeah, <laughs> there's, but, there, there's no way around it. But no. you're stopping and starting it once, uh, you know, once a year or something, or whenever you need to get into it, instead of stopping and starting it, you know, but daily still, I know, I'm sure but, we all have computers in our data centers right now that we think to ourselves, if these things stop spinning, they may never start spinning. <laughs> yeah. The, oh, the yeah. best answer is RAID yeah. and uploading it to the cloud. Yep, that's what I run. I run a I run a six disc RAID five, so I which is still pretty dangerous. I should run a RAID ten because then I would have two discs for redundancy. But it's expensive to waste two discs for redundancy. Um, But super duper pricey. But I've had I've had literally had discs fail, and my RAID pops up an error that says, "Hey, you're in degraded mode. Go get a new drive." Have you looked at um, Backblaze, Owen? For backup I not, solution, I have not. I use Backblaze. I think, I think Tony's I mentioned it. Backblaze. And I, and yeah, I they, 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 have, they do custom chassis with consumer-grade hard drives because they've found them to be better longevity-wise. For those well, who don't know what RAID is, it's a an array of multiple hard drives that you copy the data to, across. and the, the data is backed up to many different hard drives. So like one can fail and you still wouldn't lose all your data. Yeah. yeah. Depending or, on the type of RAID you, you choose. Yeah, as long as you don't choose RAID 1. <laughs> or RAID 0. Or RAID 0, I mean. I mean there's the... devices out there that are pretty expensive that will do it all for you. If you want to do it yourself, it, I looked into it's one of more those. complicated and so, might be easier just to put it onto a normal hard drive and take the what, risk personally. Yeah, what you want to do is follow the 321 backup strategy. And and this this is more for after you get those all your stuff off those hard drives, you're just gonna have to risk it for the biscuit on those on those hard drives. Chances are you'll be okay. You'll probably be fine, but you just you just gotta yeah. do it. Put but it on a want, couple hard drives. Like, well, here's what you want to do. It's called the three two one rule, and that means three copies of your data, two local on site wherever you're at in your house, and then one that is off site. So for me, what that means is I have an external hard drive, a t- twelve terabyte that I just back up everything important hooked up to my computer and then i have an, a nas a network attached storage that i've set up so there's two local on my how do you mirror those how do you, how do you mirror those between I just do it old-fashioned i just do it yeah. myself yeah and then um and then i use backblaze so i have off-site backup 
with uh, backblaze, and you can get well, backblaze. Backblaze is cool because it'll just cheap. passively in the background. Yep, uh, back up, back yeah, or backblaze. Back, backblaze, back. backblaze. I don't back up is what yeah. you're looking for. Back up. That's the word. You don't, you don't have to don't do anything with that one other than pay pay the money, download the client, and tell it what you want backed up. What drives you want How backed up? How much does that cost? It's like it's, it's like seven dollars a month for unlimited or something. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty reasonable. Very affordable. It might be up to it might be up to nine or ten bucks a month, but still very affordable. If it's only a couple gigabytes of data, though, I mean, yeah, use OneDrive. The, use the Google hard part Cloud. is if you have if you have something oh, yeah. like Comcast that's like watching your uploads and your your you only have so much data to use. That makes Backblaze much harder to That's swallow because you're, it's going to use a gigantic chunk of your data the first time. After that, Even, it only after that it only does differences between what's on your computer. That's, that's true, but it is still something that will use a good chunk of your data could. every month. It could, yeah. So there you go. Um, I do want to check real quick and see what I'm paying for. So I, I used it's, locally. If you don't want to use that local method where you're having to manually copy it there's a program called cobian backup and it's like a free it's an open source but it's it, it runs it does differentials it does fulls it does timing and schedules oh, nice you yeah. can do that source to copy means stuff you're gonna have to figure it out yeah you have to figure it out <laughs> it yourself does. it does backblaze is backblaze is super easy nine bucks a month or you can do a year up front for 99 bucks so it works out to be even less so it's like eight bucks a month or seven bucks a month you know somewhere around there so Yep, there's only two types of people in this world, those who have lost data and those who will lose data. Yeah. I'm the second one. I'm both. I'm both. <laughs> I am also yeah. both. Because <laughs> yep. I'm sure I will lose data again. I have more on the But I hope um, not. Yep. I have my horizons full of it. Every time we have this so, backup conversation, I think to myself, man, I am screwed. If, me if, too. If, like, <laughs> certain things go down or, if you know, I know I'm missing data backup. If iCloud goes down, I'd be screwed because that's where all my photos are. I should mm-hmm. back them up locally, but I haven't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. For a while, I was doing the iCloud Google strategy, but it was just too much money. Yeah. For photos, it's hard. Got an email from David. He says, "Hi, I'm a convert listener from when you your feed joined Geek Show. Nice. Love both this and Arcade. I have one question that I can't seem to find satisfactory answers to on my own. My first question requires a small amount of background information on myself. I'm 41 years old and really only know basic functions on a computer." I didn't have my first household computer until I was a junior in high school. As such, I never really learned more than I really needed to. Weirdly, as little as I knew, I somehow became the go-to guy in the family for computer problems. Nerd. Sorry. Yeah, that's how it works. That sucks. Usually that worked out fine, and in 2010, I went to prison for eight years. I'm very much an analog person. I prefer wires and actual CD drives. Of course, the world doesn't agree. Nope. I bought a printer a few months ago and got so frustrated, I just leave it in the box now. I'm sure I could figure it out, but I don't have the time I did in my youth. That brings me to my question. Is there a place, too, for free or cheap that could teach me everything I would need to catch up and keep up with the world at large? Most things I find try to teach me how to surf the internet or use email. Yeah, those things are always worse. This is a mouse. Too basic, yeah. yeah. I'm not that far behind, but I don't really know what I need to learn, so I don't know how to look it up. Um... This is a hard one. I don't think this there's really one. any, an like, answer, one source. Um, yeah, my answer is basically just you just need to immerse yourself in it yeah. with tech blogs and just 
The, yeah, the, my my my, and, bo- my new boss calls it nerd content. Consume all yeah, the nerd content. Consu- that's yeah. perfect. That's a perfect way of putting it. And yeah, you're, the, you're not going to learn it all in, in no. one week, no. one month, even one well, year. And, and the no. thing is, like consuming content is one thing, but like applying it and actually using it is a whole yeah. another thing, right? So, yeah. like take the take the printer for example, and just side note, printers are sent straight from hell to make your life miserable. Like they suck. Yeah, Especially don't feel bad about note, the printer. Printers suck. Yeah, don't they feel bad. The but the, my point here is, take that and use that as an opportunity to learn and apply skills. And like, yeah, the learning curve can be hard, and yeah, it's gonna suck, and you're gonna like beat your head against the wall over and over and over again. Like that's gonna happen. Yep. But once you get to the other side of that 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 wall. There's another wall. There's another wall, but the, <laughs> what what happens though is the walls start well, becoming easier and easier and easier yeah, to push yeah. through. The as more you, you do it, as you learn, it's practice. As Repetition. you learn, you start to understand the greatest tool in any IT nerd's quiver is Google, Google. skills. Yep. Mm-hmm. Once you learn how to, or ChatGPT, as the case may be. Oh yeah, uh, yeah but once the new once one. you learn how to word your questions in Google or how to. Uh, what to look for in their search results, like, you will drastically decrease. Oh yeah. Know your, which forums to hit. You know, right off the top, to, just, to just, just Google your question and then put Reddit at the end of your question. <laughs> yeah. like, That's a good that way will to do it. improve your Google yeah. skills. The other thing you want to do when you're Googling stuff and you're looking for answers is look right up in the upper left hand corner of the, rep- of the uh, listed replies from your search. Make sure it doesn't say sponsored. Just don't click on anything that says sponsored. Yeah, that's not gonna. That's all gonna be. Unless just, it's like the D one thing you know you want. Like you Google look for a company. I'm looking for a Ford truck. And oh it says well, sponsored Ford. Yeah, you click that button. You screw Ford. That's yeah. That's that's you know. But that's like the exception, not the rule. Yeah, right. Yeah. I was yeah, gonna so. say the lingo. The lingo is what we talk about. The language. Lingo. How to how, yep. to, how like what acronyms when you're talking about and a good way to start that if you want to jump into some learning and really get caught up. Um, look at CompTIA. It's kind of outdated That's now, a- but because you're kind of outdated, and I'm not, I'm saying that with the most loving, no, you know, notation. Um, CompTIA might be able to get you up to speed on a lot of the different methods and and the verbiage because a lot of times you're like, I have this thing. What is it called? And you can't go to Reddit with a picture. Yeah, you can. That's true. You it's- can go to Reddit with a picture and be like, What is this? But you know. Or just Google get made fun reverse of. image. Yeah, and so, right. <laughs> and so the biggest thing is to know what you're working with hardware-wise, especially if you're dealing with cables, analog, CD drives, that kind of technology. The uptick to the new USB-C and all that stuff, you can kind of find that in CompTIA. So if you want a place to get started with learning, start with CompTIA. That will really help your vocabulary. And then once your vocabulary improves, you'll your search results will be much better. Like you'll be able to... You know what you're looking at. You'll know the acronyms, all the weird IT. I mean, I've, it's, I mean, you can say in a meeting, I'll be like taking notes with acronyms because I don't know what they mean all the time when I face a new technology and people that know are just like, oh, this and this and this and this. And I'm like, write those down to learn what they mean. So increase your vocabulary and everything kind of follows with that because then you can go research it yourself. For me personally, I love troubleshooting. Like I absolutely just love it. When something goes wrong, I'm kind of excited because then I get to bang my head spiral. against the wall. I was going to say spiral down. <laughs> well, troubleshooting spiral. Skill in and spiral for too, right? days. Knowing, but troubleshooting, how to like, do that's a big deal. Yeah, yeah. I you Google a lot. And when you Google a lot, you learn a lot. And yep. every little bit you troubleshoot, you learn a little bit more for the next time you troubleshoot. And yep. like, like I said, it's not going to 
it's not going to come all well, at once. And just it's, to it's break that down, like good troubleshooting is changing one variable at a time and seeing if that fixes it so you know what yes. and how it does, right? Yes. So I think all too often when we talk about troubleshooting, we like skip that, what it means to troubleshoot, right? You know, look at the different variables, trying to like ascertain which one could be or might be broken or which one's most likely to be broken. And then just changing one thing at a time until you figure it out. And oftentimes that one thing you change, whether it works or doesn't work, is going to take you to the next step the thing to try next and then we try that change that one next thing maybe oh, that fixes it if it how doesn't times, it'll oftentimes open up new paths and new things to try how many times have you guys been frustrated when you accidentally change two or three things yeah. and you, you did realize. a ton of work and you don't know what one yep. exactly that fixed it the worst oh, or, that's like every time i try to troubleshoot something yeah. well <laughs> or, or which is you, why i pointed it out like yeah, when you start exactly. talking about this kind of stuff it's important <clears throat> to point that out like, or if you change several things and it still doesn't work and you're like so which one? Which, how do I, did I, how do I did, get back to my base? How do I get like, back to my base? And is yep. it possible that me changing all these things together is causing it to not work in a different yeah. way than before? Did I break it? Yeah. Did and I what, break it again? <laughs> and what everyone should do that I do not, always start with the easiest thing first. Is it oh, the cable? Yeah. Yep. Try a new cable. For Bob me, I always, I always go for the hardest thing and then work my way backwards, which is horrible. It was funny. <laughs> the, 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 a lot that of reminds me of a funny story. Me and my, me and my boss were rearranging some conference room tables and these conference room tables for whatever reason they fold up and they have to like grab a lever to make that happen anyway one of them was broken and the first thing both of us checked independently of each other was the cable like we reached in the table like shook the cables around like is this what's broken we're just like yeah we're IT people we mm -hmm. check the dumb things first yep. because oftentimes it's the dumb things that happen it's mm -hmm. the dumb things that break so you try the dumb things first. That's the reason why when you call support, the first question they ask you, have you tried turning it on and off back off again? Because like 90% of the time that works. Yeah. Yep. Exactly. Because you're not the IT guy who stops there well, and yeah, asks obviously. someone else for help. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. And if you're going to go down the CompTIA road, uh, or road that uh, Owen mentioned, I would probably start with A+. Plus. Yep. A plus CompTIA well. A plus yep. certification. That's it, the... It kind of gets you into the guts of what a computer yep. is and all yep. the... Vocabulary and, and, and terms. And you don't and, need to. You don't need to get the cert. Just do the learning. Yeah, yeah. You don't. Search. Oh, yeah. No. You you could even just. Uh, there are which is free. I remember right, right. Well, there There's are free, entire free channels of YouTube that are dedicated yep. to. Here's everything you need to know to pass your yep. CompTIA yep. A plus certification. Just go through those, and then yep. you don't need to worry about the certification unless you want to get it to. Try it's and get almost a job not as valuable anymore. Like it, I guess CompTIA will get you in. The door for a basic help desk job, but right stuff like that. That's about yep, it, but, though. Yep, yep. Yeah, but it's good foundation. Yep. Well, I think that turned out to be a pretty good answer, actually. There you go. Yeah, I feel okay Ho about our answer. Hope it works for you. Got one more email from Lang. Oh, yo, I says, love you, Lang. Hey, helpsters. A few weeks ago, I was running a crew meeting with the folks I managed and shared some stuff I love doing and reasons that keep me doing what I do. So I was curious, what are some of the tech aspects of your professions that you love and why? Love this you guys. Is just like an interview question I ask. Yes, even Lambo Lang. <laughs> P.S. Like why we do what we do at work? Yeah. Uh, what money? What's what are some of the tech <laughs> aspects of your professions that you love and why? P.S. O dog, I keep getting demon achievements on King of the Hill waiting for you. I saw him. I saw him when we were recording last week. He came online and he was playing Halo. I saw him on the old app there, but couldn't. I couldn't Jaren and play Halo like during the recording. He's done that in weeks, dude. Come on. In weeks. <laughs> um, things that I love about my job that keep me coming back besides money. The um, question we ask in our interviews is what? how does your passion for IT show outside of work? 
Yeah, which is a different similar. kind of question, but, but it's kind of uh, similar. similar. It's pretty simple. I just got a little bit of a god complex, and in an ID makes you, <laughs> you look know, if really you were smart. You and you ans- answered my question that way. I would be super happy. I'd be like, I got a got little bit of a god complex, and you tell me anybody that's not impressed when I come over and go, it's fixed. <laughs> Ta-da! Fits it, it. It fills the. You're it fills, hired. It fills that cup. Just saying, it's a really high standard to live up to all the time because if. So if there's everything I can't do, I just pass it off. I think, I think for me, I've just been a big fan of technology in general as long as I can remember. I've just always thought every aspect of it was cool. And I went into networking mainly because the opportunity was there. Not that I have a passion for networking or that I super love it, um, but... Well, it, networking, there's a certain satisfaction to it. It's like building a well, house or building things with your hands. Like you can do something in networking and complete something and step back and go, wow, I feel accomplished because I did this thing. I engineered yeah. that. Thanks, you know? Lando. That's what I was going to say. Sorry. <laughs> particularly in networking. Particularly <laughs> in networking, great. right? Particularly yeah, that's, in networking. That's one of the things I like is I Sorry, like, that's okay. I'm just, I'm just giving you crap. But I was going to say I like seeing stuff work. Yeah. And in networking, yep. that's one of those fields where you can start with something that's either broken or non-existent, and then get done and be like, "Yeah, yeah. that and networking because of me." Yep, and networking, you have to follow known protocols in the OSI model, right? Yep. And mm-hmm. if you, and and you're like, "Is this really gonna work?" But like because of that model, everything kind of works, and then you say "ping," and it goes through, and you and you're see like, the reply, and you're like, "Booyah!" You're like, "Wow!" And huh. The, funnily enough, that's kind of the same reason I super enjoy creating uh, podcast content and things like that because I like to to put it put my effort into it, and then when I'm done, I look at it and be like, "That's an episode I accomplished of a that. podcast that I made with my friends." That's For really me, cool. My my job, unlike everyone else, isn't tech; it's accounting slash finance. And what I love doing is inserting my knowledge about tech into that because a lot of people in my field don't know it. Oh, so stagnated. Um, and so take I, that accountants. It, no, it's, it's true. I've, I've been able to do things that other people can't, and yeah. it's really helped me in my career. And also, I, God complex. Yeah, I, yeah. And, uh, I, I love manipulating data um, <laughs> in ways people. that other people find challenging. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. fun using Excel and using like some programming skills when I need to. It. Finding two things and like that don't typically like work together and finding ways to make them work together is super satisfying well, that's for me. A, yeah, and the data aspect of that is an entire huge industry that's only really started to bear fruit over the last fifteen years. I yep. would say fifteen or twenty years. The the co the coalescing and correlation of massive amounts of data. Yep, correlation. And, didn't I say that? Co- coalescing and correlation. There we go. Blending coagulation. Yeah. The coagulation of data into scabs. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's 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 cool. It's interesting that's why, stuff. That's why I abuse myself and do a lot of stuff on Linux because it shouldn't work, but it does. So <laughs> when I was in school, I was on a huge Linux kick, and instead of paying attention in class, I would just mess around on Linux. <laughs> it was amazing. That's pretty funny. All right. Well, there you go. Thanks for writing in, Lang. Thanks for writing in, everybody. That was some funny emails. That was good to hear from anyone that wants to write us. Geekshowhelpdesk at gmail.com for emails into the podcast. 
All right. I gave everyone an assignment, and I hope you all did it. I'm betting two of us have done it, and one of us, I mean, two of us other haven't done it. Let's see how I correct have, I am on this. I have failed in my assignment. Yeah, yeah, All we, I wanted you guys yeah. to do was watch a very entertaining I segment from last week tonight with John Oliver. Oh, it was fantastic. I Did you watch all thing. of it? Oh, oh yeah, I watched all of it. Oh, Lando, you're the only wiener. <laughs> I watched some of it, maybe a quarter of it on TikTok. Nope. Well, Owen doesn't have two, two down days, so maybe I did. Oh, yeah. that's true. I so had a yeah, days where... it was absolutely <laughs> fascinating the way that they. Uh, I don't want to say took down Elon Musk. They kind of did, but they also were very clear on the things that he's done. That's very impressive and probably yeah. good for humanity. Oh, John Oliver made some very good points about the good. And mm-hmm. the bad. Well, yeah. he said in his segment, he's like, I'm going to piss both sides off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what's funny is... If, if you, you like go or on, hate him, I'm going to piss you off. If you go on Twitter uh, or X or whatever you want to call it, and all the Elon fanboys, they basically are saying that like that was just a giant smear campaign episode. And that, <laughs> you know, and it's like, yeah. did you guys watch the same I don't, thing? I don't think, they, I don't yeah. think Elon As watched it. Because he, he, all he said was uh, John Oliver... <laughs> Was funny before he was woke or something. Yeah, like that. yep, exactly. Yeah, and I whatever that means before before uh, his wokeness made all the humor outlawed or something like that. Oh man, it was it was really fascinating though. But I loved the I loved the digs he took at Elon, like the the jacket one. But like, <laughs> but it and I was surprised about how awkward I still felt when it showed the clip of Elon's interview where he yeah. said. Go, go f yourself f yourself to the and the and the, the host just did can we say that? i forgot how cut? and then long. he and then he goes go f yourself again yeah. and you're just like oh like emphasizes it yeah i forgot like how long know. of a stretch of silence yeah. there was in that was like big auditorium Jared pauses yeah it was, yeah. It was huge <laughs> it was everybody just went did he did he just say that? And then Does he doubles he not down get how on advertising it. Yeah. Works, he did just like, say that. What? Like the host is basically well, like, okay. He chose violence. Let's go. So like my favorite yeah. part about that was when he's like, "Well, what are you going to have to say about this uh, if Twitter or, or <laughs> X, uh, the, the, you know, the, goes out of business?" He's like, "Let it go fail. out of business. Yeah. It'll fail, and it'll be the advertiser's, it'll fault. Be the advertiser's fault. They'll have to explain that to the world, <laughs> to, to, <laughs> to the earth, to the earth, to the earth. Explain that to Earth, to the earth." It's so awkward. Took this oh my away goodness. from the, you like, took Twitter away from the earth. Absolutely and you, fascinating. And his addiction to Twitter seems obscene. Oh like, yeah. His friend locked his phone in a hotel safe. Elon called the hotel management to get at, the phone out of the safe at three a.m. in the morning. Yes, at three a.m. I loved I loved John Oliver's thing. He's like, normally when you get that call at three a.m. from a billionaire. Yeah, from the billionaire suite, you show up with a garbage can <laughs> and some plastic bags for to remove a dead body. <laughs> yeah, um, it was absolutely fascinating, uh, and and like we said earlier, they went into both sides because he talked about the amazing strides into uh, privatizing um, space flight. Space flight has SpaceX has done Tesla and the uh, the absolute massive push into electric electrified car electrification vehicles um you know and and the other stuff that he's worked on um or i should say pushed ahead with his with his money and influence um but yeah it was i i 
I can't recommend it enough. Go check yeah. it out. The links in the um, description of our episode here, and it's just a free. It's just free on YouTube yeah. on uh, last one week of the, tonight's one of the channel. most poignant things I see. One of the most poignant things I think you said was, "It is amazing and impressive the things that have been accomplished, mm -hmm. but it's who's accomplishing them that's the that may be a problem." Yeah, and we, well, they they interview. They talk a little bit to his. To his biography, yeah, his, auto, his autobiography, yeah, the guy that, yeah, the guy that wrote his biography, yeah, with and him. it's it was, it was a little bit of, I mean, it was pretty damning. Some of the stuff there, where it was like, he's psychotic about some stuff. He wants you know? to save the world, but he has but, to be the one to do it. As so long you know, as, he wants to save the world as long as it's he's as long as he's the one to do it. You know who you know who that is. He's describing, and this is gonna, you know, obviously. A geek show reference here. Uh, that's Lex Luthor in yeah. a nutshell, right there. Right. He wants to be the one to save the world, <laughs> mm -hmm. and he absolutely does want to save the world. But he wants to. He wants the recognition. Yeah, want, he wants yeah, to him. be the one that does it. Yep. Doesn't want Superman to do it. And yeah, so it. The, the other thing that was really interesting near the beginning of the interview, or not the interview, but the segment, he talked about how there's certain companies that have come and gone, or come and stayed throughout. The history of modern civilization that they get this label as being good for net, the earth good net, for humanity a net, net positive a net positive and then they don't have to and and what happens after that point is after the general public has decided that that company is a net positive for humanity for yeah. humanity they don't want anything to change about that company as they far as they don't hold them accountable. They don't they, want to hold them accountable yeah. for it's whatever it they, takes for them to the keep how progressing. They it's black know? and white thinking. They can do no wrong once they're in that category. Exactly. And that's that's nothing is black and white, you know. Right. No. Never. So yeah, it's uh go check it out. Last week tonight with John Oliver, I've just barely uh, recently gotten into watching that, and uh, I'm, I know I'm super late to the party, but man, that show is so good! Holy, he didn't, moly. Oh, he didn't have so to tweet good. you. He didn't have to tweet you to make you watch it. What was that other show where the oh where the uh, guy, uh, Ted Lasso? <laughs> yeah. yeah, the guy from Ted Lasso tweeted at me. The the, the actual creator. Bill Lawrence. Bill Lawrence, yeah. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> okay, I'll go watch it. <laughs> Why don't you give it a shot, huh? And you've been a shill ever since about it. Indeed, because it turns <laughs> out it's best. great. Yeah. <laughs> it's boring. You're what? boring. Okay, I agree. Dang it. That's anticlimactic. Mm. All right, so we're, we've talked about that enough. Um, let's talk about, uh, let's see. What do we want to talk about next? Uh, what do you hear about Toshiba? This, this is interesting. Well. You guys know Toshiba, right? You're old enough to remember. I used to uh -huh. love Toshiba. Toshiba. Yeah, they're 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 done. They're being delisted. What? Yep. After 74 years, they just didn't keep up. They got taken private by a bunch of investors. <clears throat> um, taken back to Japan. Uh, there was a big fight with some of the investors that were international. Uh, trying to make it so that they could stay in, but it got taken private by some investors, and so Toshiba will be going, will be delisted, um, and they are going back to private to, for, according to this article, work on more um, high-margin digital services. 
I don't know what that is. That doesn't sound good. It doesn't sound good, right? That is not Toshiba. You're gonna see like you're gonna see Toshiba coffee soon. You're gonna see Toshiba Saran wrap. You know, they're just gonna use the brand name until they squeeze every last cent out of it. Are you making that up or is that true? That's totally made up. But you're gonna see you're gonna But that's that's the but the fact that you didn't know that means that's the way it goes. Like eventually like look at how the last the it's not death, surprising. the death knolls of how how Radio Shack went out. Like Radio Shack was like, oh, like I still the, love Radio Shack. I know everybody did. Come on. Oh, I, I'm still sad about that. Yeah, oh. <laughs> it still brings a tear to Jaren's eye. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, but yeah, so they are they've been put in domestic hands uh, after protracted battles overseas. But um, these guys made batteries. They made chips. They chips, even yeah. did nuclear and defense equipment. Like, who's going to support that? Do we have to re-up all... Like, I don't know who's... I guess I don't know who's nuclear and defense equipment they made, but... So they've got they've got their hands in that, and... Uh, but, yeah, so... Well, sad they, day. Toshiba was everywhere when I was growing up. They were, like... They made laptops. They made TVs. They were consumer electronics... Consumer electronics kings in the... They're... In the early 2000s, 2000s mm-hmm. they were yeah. also responsible for the cell broadband engine, which was the computer chip that the PlayStation 3 used yeah. as its main processor unit. Or I should so. say the cell processor was based on that stuff. Um, oh, so that's why the PS3 was so crappy? Womp, womp. <laughs> <laughs> so, but uh, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that Toshiba did have a history of working with some uh, pretty shady countries back in the day selling uh, parts to the Soviet Union and things like that mm. to make their uh, submarines and things quieter. And but, and uh, I guess, to be fair, this is the Tokyo exchange. Yeah, yeah. Said, so. Well, if they're going private, they're going to be off every exchange. Yeah, right. That just means that they're, they're not going to be traded publicly anymore. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I know if I didn't, I know, I know if I didn't say that about, uh, about their dealings with the Soviet unions and what, and union and whatnot, Squinky would be calling me saying, Hey, <laughs> hey. remember when I told you about this, you, Toshiba, you know, they're all right, but they did some shady stuff. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, let's see. Uh, 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 oh, okay. We got to talk about this. Apple can't sell its watches in like I another week. This. I love this. <laughs> yeah. Has this ever happened to Apple? It's, I, don't I don't think, think they've so. ever lost. I think they've been able to like to, this. To, to, to pump up their fist with enough cash yep. that they've never had to deal with this. Yeah. So in their Apple watch, um, it's the blood oxygen sensor that's been in the watch since 2020. Well, their newest watches on the market right now, the Apple Watch Series 9, nine and yeah. the Ultra 2, yep. um, they're, they can no longer be sold about a week from now because Apple lost a patent case over that specific technology. And at first I thought, oh, is this just a patent troll? Uh, not so much. No. There was yeah. a company called Ma- Massimo, not the clothes company you find at Target. Massimo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Apparently, that according to them, Apple poached its top executives and about a dozen other employees. Um, oh, yeah! And then they released their blood oxygen. Test. They basically they oh. basically hired away twenty of their top yeah. engineers and said, "Recreate what you did over there, but don't recreate what you did over there." Yeah, yeah. and <laughs> yeah. this company actually sells their own 
blood oxygen sensor watch. Oh, okay. So they have actual hmm. products out there. Wow. Um, and so they they had two months um, since the lawsuit to make a li- licensing deal with Massimo, uh, but instead, uh, according to the to Massimo, so you know, grain of salt here. Instead, they didn't uh, try to license their tech at all. They went to... Then crickets, right? They haven't even contacted them. Yeah. Yeah. Instead, they went to the Biden administration to veto that that ruling. Um, that didn't work. <laughs> what? Mm-hmm. Hey, buddy. They hey, went, buddy yeah. president. They did. Uh, why don't you just uh, yeah. tell them? We're, we're more popular, yeah. right? Yeah. Tell them yeah. they can't have this. It's a pretty, nice econ- huh? pretty nice economy you got there. Be real shame if something were to happen to it, <laughs> you know. Yeah. So interesting story. We'll, we will see what happens. I, I doubt Apple will let their uh, star watches uh, be so, off the market for long. Yeah. So maybe they'll disable it via software yeah. update or find a way around the patent. They're trying to make. They're trying to keep it available for the holiday season, right? This is a damaging moment in time to have this happen it's true to this series watch sure. and so what instead of calling and licensing like they could do um they're so i don't know what the deal is why they don't just spend their truckloads of money they'll make more money selling these watches just oh, maybe I'm, not as much i'm sure you know? it's not an issue That's, of them not paying for it. it's an issue of they've probably feel like it would set a precedent for right. other patent or maybe infringements. Would, or maybe if well, they want that one and go back pay, they're like, okay, we got you on this series sure nine. What about the other pay, two yeah, versions sure. of the watch? And you know how capitalism works. It's not how much you make, it's how much more can it make. Yeah, right? exactly. Yep. You can well, win, but I want you to win more. So they have they have until the twenty second to keep selling their stuff online and then until the twenty fourth to have it all off their shelves in their stores, in the Apple stores. So if you want one you better act fast uh, to go to go pick one up because they're going to have to pull them from shelves in the Apple store on the 24th. And so, yep, there you go. All right. Uh, Shall we wrap things up with our top fives? Let's do it. Let's do a quick lightning round and then wrap it up. Quick lightning mm. round. All right. Uh, I'll go first. Then uh, this is a quick BS and this is BS rocks, not <laughs> in the awesome way. Like that rocks, but actually in like rocks. I saw so this. This it's is really interesting. Good. It's a uh, a rock battery, is what they're basically selling it as, and it's this uh, technology that's one of those things that's so simple that you look at it and be like, "How hasn't this already been made? Yeah, or why isn't it this already been, a thing? It has been being used. It has been being used since that. This is what fueled the industrial age." Was the this right. other, this way in of the, heating uh, and reusing heat in the in the steel smelting in the industry. steel smelting? This has been a thing for a long time, but never at a scale to support like the electro the electric right. grid or anything right. like that. Yeah, never is, to, never. This is about for scaling it, it up. Mm-hmm. Um, but what it does basically is it takes excess energy and heats these. Um, the the company that they're talking about in this one wants to use graphite rocks. Um, and then there's another company that, that uses a different uh, material. I can't remember what it is, but they they both they both end hmm. up having the same end result in that it just stores massive amounts of heat in these stone yep. pieces like a that sauna. they can like uh, that they can basically at that point just pull the heat out of and like a sauna. How turn... long does the heat last in the rocks? So they can it, they can go up to three thousand degrees. 
and then they can use that heat to boil water, steam, whatever, provide yep. power back. Like and they can sauna. do that. They can do that up to 24 <laughs> times a day. Like a sauna. So that's... yeah, it's, it's interesting hmm. stuff. Um, and just one of those things that you're like, geez, that is so simple. Yep. And now all they do is hook it up to solar cells so yeah. that it, so it has, so, so the, the heat doesn't come from, from like absorption. It comes from solar cells going through an anode or whatever, a heating mm -hmm. element and heating those rocks up. And yeah. then, and then basically it, it flips on and off to keep using that battery. It's pretty I, cool. I love this quote by, by, uh, the guy that owns or is, or is one of the, uh, co-founders of Antora Energy is the company yeah. that's working on this. His, his, uh, last name's Ponek. It says his quote is people sometimes feel like they're insulting us by saying, Hey, that sounds really simple. Ponek laughed. And we say, no, no, that's the point. That's the point. You <laughs> can do this that, anywhere. Um, well, we talked about a little while ago, that gravity battery, where you, instead That's of heating up, thing. you lift, yeah. the, lift mm -hmm. the rock up really high and then yep. Yep. let the gravity store the energy. Yep. We've talked about that with a gravity uh, battery. With water. With, wa with water. With water. We've yeah. talked about, we talked about repurposing mine shafts as gravity yep. batteries, right? Yep. yep. Another great idea. So this is kind so, of the same, same thing. Yeah, super, there's, super simple, super effective. Exactly. A lot of these things that you just think of, like, that's too easy. And it's like, no, that... No. That will work if it. Yeah. If Oftentimes, yeah, the simpler answer is the better answer. Yeah, if it can yeah. scale up, then let's do it. Just so, the idea of potential energy, you know. Yep. So this is this was one other thing that was interesting out of there, and then I'll then I'll wrap up. It says we were pretty intrigued by graphite for a number of reasons. Ponek said the cheap and abundant carbon that's found in pencils, which is also used to smelt aluminum and steel, can hold so much heat it glows hotter than the sun. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. 3,000 degrees. Well, uh, that's not as hot as the sun. No, that's no, not no. as hot as the oh, sun. Oh, that's, no, that's, the limit, that's the limit it, they take it to. Yeah, they can go much, much, uh, that's much hot. brighter than that, or much hotter and brighter than that. So, People always be anyway, trying to recreate the sun on Earth. You the know. power of the sun in the palm of my yeah. hand. Spider Man, I got that. Hey, reference. you got it. He got it. Yeah, Dr. Octopus. Okay. Uh, sorry, that was a longer one, but uh, it was oh, good. Was... Jaron, you're not up. lighting. All right, my turn. Uh, Threads, um, which is Instagram's Twitter replacement, is launching in the EU, which is a big deal because um, this allows more people who were previously stuck on Twitter to oh. shift to another platform. So this, it's just like reuniting the craze, though, in another region. Yeah. And then everybody yeah. will stop using it there, And then too. everyone will pack, uh, yeah, <laughs> pack it up. This makes me happy, though, because the main people I follow on Twitter all live in the EU, so I hope they join Threads so I can get off Twitter. Hmm. Um, the, and in conjunction with that threads is, uh, so originally they promised that they would join the, the Fediverse. They would federate via activity pub, meaning people, um, on Mastodon could follow people on hmm. threads. Well, they did their first steps to do this. You can follow, uh, the leader of Instagram on Mastodon through threads. So this hmm. is pretty cool. I, I hope they make good on this promise because then I can use any client i want and still follow people on mastodon or threads all in one space oh, and that cool. sounds amazing to me and i it think this, I, I think this will I, I really think this would replace twitter i personally think the blue sky protocol the app protocol is better but this is this is good too yeah blue sky is neat except for it's just empty it's the empty. well i think the protocol behind blue sky is the real world if you go we don't have time to get into it now, but go read the go read the docs and like the protocol and how it works. Mm -hmm. It's actually super cool. They're trying to make a protocol like the HTTP protocol, right? Mm. Trying to standardize on it. 
Nice. And that's what Mastodon is doing too. Yeah, but Blue Guy's doing it cooler. I've read oh. the docs. Okay. I believe that. <laughs> All right, sure. I did Have my own research. He's, no, he's, I don't care. he's bona fide. <laughs> All right, uh, Owen. I'm uh, just going to give a quick quick, uh, a quick, quick final nail in the Beeper Mini coffin. Uh, it ended where Jaron first said, then Tony followed up with agreeing. I'll give you that, Tony. Where we said it would. You'll have to have a Mac to run this, right? You'll have to run this through some sort of Mac. So that's where they went now. They used they, to do it themselves, but now they're pushing they're, it back to you. So what they, what, they, what they had was a bunch of servers that could issue a bunch of random developer UUIDs, right? And Apple found out which server was there were theirs and has just been blocking them in mass. And so their current fix, a patch that's coming out, I think as of this recording, um, or, or maybe in a couple of days, but, um, is going to make it so that you just have to reauthorize with a Mac, uh, with a Mac device. Um, and it doesn't say the interval that you'll have to do that, but it will take that. And everyone was like, I, I have an Android. Why would I have a Mac? Could you like, borrow your friend's Mac? I yes, that's, that's right. They <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. You, so they said that a typical Mac, uh, without say, saying it without saying it, they said you can stay below the radar. A typical Mac device can handle 10 to 20 registrations before being found out. Huh. And, and so basically they're ba they're basically throwing you not chat. great messaging <laughs> yeah so so they're like you can use a friend's mac to authenticate and re-up whenever you need to and then it will work for a while and then it will break and then you'll have to go redo it and mm, it's kind of yeah, what we sounds it's, annoying it's kind of like what we thought it was gonna be but i guess if this blue bubble i mean the one thing i get the blue bubble and i can understand the social economics there but really the end-to-end -end encryption is what i'm after because like that's that's a big deal like in today's security age and waiting on waiting on apple to be like yeah we're going to support rcs in the future one day when well they said they'll support it next year but rcs does not mean end to end encryption no, no it not, has to no. be built on it has to yeah. be built by the team, the company onto but, Oh, I thought RCS, RCS platform. I, exactly. I thought RCS was the foundation that you had to have yeah. before you could it, consider encryption. Right. It's a, yeah. that's right. It, it, it you can do it. It's just not. It's just not a right. part of the RCS. And who knows? Package. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they'll even clip that because they're trying to drive to use it to you know Apple's safer. Yeah. Apple to Apple is safer. Android to Android is safer, but Android to and vice versa, it's not as so. So it's kind of where we end. I think we said that at the very beginning that when we were talking about that first company, what was that first one? The Beeper. disaster? No, the oh, first, no, one, the first one. one. That's what they were doing. was trying to yeah. do the one yeah. that nothing used. Nothing. Yeah. Worked. Nothing. Was yeah. The, the yeah. one you had to give your Apple credentials to. Yeah. And, just, and like, they were, and they them. just, yeah. And they just had like a Mac mini, like somewhere yeah. in somebody's basement. So that was the idea. But yeah. So if you want to keep using it, you have to have a Mac device to, uh, authenticate to get a one-to-one, um connection with and then and then it'll work but they haven't nah. said how long it takes to me it wasn't worth it i did try nope, it not but worth it, wasn't, it it wasn't worth it so i don't know if they're going to keep charging like what their cost structure is going to be because they were doing a trial and then 2.99 a month i wonder if that's going to be doa or what but it has to be it's not, it's not a viable enough. it's not, not a viable, viable business that's not a viable that's that's not a viable per, like practice no. like you couldn't anyway no, so there it trash. is that's it all right lando Pass. Yeah, because you don't have any articles here. That's quick, dude. Sweet lightning, <laughs> Super lightning. <laughs> All right, top five I'm gadgets. Quickly becoming James. Top five 
gadgets or sciencey things of the year 2023 lando go first oh no don't do that to me i was gonna steal your guys this is my whole no, no, plan this is, how it goes. this is how it goes we get the people that have nothing out of the way first yeah that way we can wax poetic i did not have time to prepare i have so to make sure Christmas that i am for this oh I'm yeah not. i did too but somehow i prepared because you're funny. amazing jaron i'm yeah. not okay <laughs> that's what i wanted to hear thanks Dang thanks it. lambo you really got there quick you you say thanks <laughs> while uttering the same lambo out of your mouth i hate that <laughs> thanks lambo <laughs> yeah Slap. thanks for calling me amazing i appreciate all of you and everything you do lambo <laughs> insult i'm glad like you understood a, the like insult a, a lame rambo all right, uh, Jaron, you go first then. All right, uh, let me pull up my notes. In no particular I flip you order. off so bad right now. I wish we were on YouTube. <laughs> go ahead. Um, anyway, top five gadgets slash sciencey things. The, I guess this is kind of sciencey. I, I think the coolest one of the entire year, and this technically started last year, but boy, did it take off this year and evolve a lot. That's Gen AI. Yeah, it AI. It it's amazing what it can do. Like in it's pictures, generating text, generating code, just it's crazy how has it affected it your daily life? Uh, weekly life, yes. It I mean, should, I I, I use it today in my job. Yeah, so it, it's affected my daily. I mean, it's almost replacing Google for me at this point. With wow, with, yeah, with technical. It's just it's easy. It's faster, right? Like. It's faster. I might have to start using it more. Yeah. No, it's it's amazing. Yeah. Um, all right. And in no particular order, Odyssey Maxwell headphones. Oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> These are gaming headphones I got from my computer. I love them. They are planar magnetic. They sound wonderful. The battery life is obscene. I got them it's in crazy. January. I've only charged them once or twice mm-hmm. the entire year. What are these so, ones? Sorry, I missed that. Odyssey Aud- Maxwell. Oh, Maxwell. Headphones, yeah. these guys right here. So I'm running They're, the old. I'm running the last gen Penrose, and I've yeah, been super happy too. Oh, right? the Penrose are fantastic yeah. as well. The Maxwell is like the Penrose with like eight times the battery. Yeah, it's that's awesome. Nuts. That's yeah. almost that's almost the only difference. Yeah, the way it feels on your head and the battery life, sound quality. I, I, I would say I is the same. Um, next one, next two, they kind of go together. The Steam Deck and the ROG Ally. Hey, those are mine. Um. I think they both get a mention. Steam Deck OLED. I mean, let, let me yeah. be specific there, because um, I had I had Steam Deck on my list last year. But the OLED that just improved upon every single thing of that device, and the ROG Ally, it is also special in its space because of the VRR screen and just the sheer power that thing pushes. Very cool. I enjoy them quite a bit. And then the last one is the Model Y, the Tesla. Um, it's an amazing car. And I, my internal monologue has echoed what John Oliver said so poetically this whole year. <laughs> uh, I'm like, I don't want to support Elon Musk, but what he's doing with EVs is actually really good, and that's something Remarkable. I would want to support. Yeah. Um, and they came down in price so much this year such that I could actually afford it. So That's it's, true. It's an amazing car. I, I love it. Yep. Uh, Owen? Uh, mine's going to be that cat litter robot that you turned me on to. That's my number it's, one uh, too. That's I like one so bad. I'm telling you, I've only had Game it for maybe changer. six months or five months. <laughs> but it in that time it became my top gadget and by far. Yep. Um my other one, and I know that they're not new, but AirPods, like the AirPod Pro twos. Yeah. Right? Good. I 
you know what? I you know that I'm no Apple shill, but I have even you using them with your Android. I even using them with Android, they have wow. outstripped all the other ones I've used. The Sony's, the Jabra's, like. Just think if you had an iPhone, how much better the experience would be. I don't care. It's not that much. Yeah. <laughs> if you only pair it to one device, it's not that much. That's all I do. Yeah. I just use it for my phone. And You uh, might want to pair it. Do you have an iPad? Uh, no. My uh, wife does. Because so. you might want to pair it to the iPad once in a while for a bit so that you change can get that. the firmware updates. Oh, yeah, that's or true. Or if you want to change what the what the actions do to when you pinch the stems yeah. and stuff. Right. Yeah, I think the AirPods get honorable mention for me as well as the Roborock mop vacuum um, robot mop thingy. That's also yep. pretty cool. So that those, I mean, I don't really have a top five, but those the the Steam Deck I'll give even though I even though I only had the regular one, even though I had the other regular <laughs> one, I think the Steam Deck started something. It started public notice. A lot more. I had no I like there's there's been handheld games for a long time, like yeah. handheld gaming systems for a long time. Other things that are actually more expensive, but the Steam Deck came and hit it with the right price, with the right performance point, mm -hmm. and caused kind of a revolution in the space yep. where that made things I think like the Ally possible. Like they were probably yeah. like, Oh for totally. sure. You know, like Yeah, the Steam Deck walked so the Ally could run and yeah. the Steam yeah. Deck only the, could run. They they <laughs> yeah. didn't create the segment, but they they brought it mainstream. They brought it to mainstream, right? It, like they, yes. yeah. like because when you, as a company, and you're looking at your financials, and you see Steam Deck selling out with a pre-order list months and months long, that tells you there's interest. And so, that's the this more like more like uh, Valve in this is is my honorable mention there for yeah. So nice. Mine. Uh, my number one litter robot four. Oh, man, just like Owen was saying. Game changer. If you have a cat, you like it's expensive. It's, exp I won't, I it's won't, expensive. I yep. But the level of you have to start to equate how much stress is worth as huh. a monetary value. Hundred yep. percent. Yeah. And and the the amazing job it does of just making sure your the room your litter box in just doesn't stink anymore. Mm -hmm. Because that sounds amazing. Every time the cat poops or pees, it just does its thing, puts it in the sealed box underneath it. Yep. And change that every week or two. You're good it to go. You. It tells so you. Bad. It tells you. It says your. It says, "Hey, your bags, your tray's full." Yep. It says, "Hey, you're low on you're low on litter." Hey, yep. the sensors are dirty. You need to give them a, a, a little clean. Like yep. Just oh, it's so weighs it your cat. So weighs your weighs your cat for you. So you can Have keep you got track. that to work? The weight. I haven't really got the weight thing to work very good it, on mine. It doesn't really work for us because we have multiple cats. Yeah, and it assumes you don't. Oh, it's well, I don't. It has go. a it. Anyway, so that's that's my number one. Uh, number two, and I would say these are in in a particular order as far as uh, rankings. Number two is the Ally and the Steam Deck OLED. Uh, like Jaron said, just just phenomenal. Really, really fun. Neat units and it's had awesome those revolutionized the way the amount you can play because you can play it remotely from bed and still have a good like experience yeah. and stuff it's fantastic uh that's if the you only thing a, i'm really jealous about getting rid of my steam deck is that yeah if you I have a solid Baldur's gate all the time mm -hmm. too bad you if got you, rid of it before you got into Baldur's gate if you have a solid <laughs> uh wi-fi network at your house you just stream your gaming pc from anywhere in your home and it's uh, on the more taxing games, on the games that aren't super taxing, because that's the thing I've noticed about my mobile uh, gaming systems is they've become my backlog uh, 
devices, and yeah. I play the older games that I've been meaning right. to get around to, and it's fantastic. Uh, number three, the Falcon Heavy that we finally got to see oh, launch yeah, this year. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. Super rad. Super, super rad um, for obvious reasons. Number four, Odyssey Maxwell's as well. Just absolutely fantastic, comfy, fantastic sound, fantastic wireless connection strength, and um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, battery life. Yeah, just... They're, I, I think they're the best the best gaming headset on the market right they're now. They're pretty spendy still. Yeah, I think they're still like two fifty or three hundred. Okay. Um, so I mean they're they're spendy, but they're not the most expensive. But they're they're, they're up it. there. They're, good. they're they're fantastic. And then this is a recent acquisition because I have no self control. A Dyson <laughs> Outsize Plus. What's a Dyson Outsize Plus? It is a big big version of a Dyson battery vacuum, like oh. vacuum wand. And oh, this one has 25% wider head and a 50% larger bin and bigger battery, bigger motor, all that stuff. And uh, it is fantastic. It does it's a, the American version. Yeah. I need Dyson V12. Like I said, I have, I have three dogs and three cats, so we have a problem. This you thing. Six pets? And a rabbit. <laughs> seven. <have> seven pets? <laughs> Lucky number seven. And four kids. Rabbit. Lucky number eleven! Wow. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, I was uh, I was very happy with uh, how Did you it. Get it on Black Friday? Did you get it? Yeah, they had a two hundred dollar off thing, uh, and then I well, right I now used it's it. on sale too. You save two, it's two hundred twenty dollars off right now. Yeah, and then they on had Dyson's a, website. I had a dang it, Tony. Uh, now I want one. Oh, dude, it's fantastic. Uh, Let's so, impulse buy one. So uh, it it, Jaren? it it will automatically. It'll audit. Well, actually, you know what? It deserves a full review, so I'll do it uh, probably next Sweet. week after next. Here you go, Jerry. Um, Weren't you going to review some earbuds today? Too? Yes, I have these. Uh, I remembered after we started our section on the top fives. Uh, but oh, Lando, did you want to uh, hop on any bandwagons with your top five? Well, I mean, I would say the ChatGPT is probably my number one for yeah. sure. I didn't really buy much tech this year it doesn't have to be se? something you bought just something that really impressed you as far as the year goes well you're no. thinking i'll talk about these um <laughs> so although these... i did i did i did get a pair of um the bone induction headphones from my work ah. for free what about changing your they were keyboard? cheap old ones they're not very good ones what about an update on your technology changing life changing keyboard thing that you switched to? Keyboard layout. Are you still changed to the new? Oh, keyboard? I'm yeah, I'm, I'm coming to that. I'm I'm up to fifty words a minute, right on, on average now. I, yeah, I think it's sixty every once in a while. And then the little tiny thing you as bought, fast as my nine year old son now. Good job. Yeah, it's painfully slow. It's really slow. Yikes. It's it's been really really surprising how long it's taken to learn a new keyboard layout. Like I'm proficient, I can type on it pretty okay. But I'm still nowhere near as fast as I was. Yeah, do you feel the urge to go back, to backslide a little? To go back? To no, I, if I go back now, it's it would be relearning over again. Yeah. No. You're, no. You're, you're in the I'm middle. I'm committed. Yep. I'm and committed. You're, you're the same amount of time to finish learning as you would be to relearn again the oh, other one. Yeah, so. and I I'd practice every day, and I'm still... It's just... The, it, actually, the biggest barrier for me is my spelling. I have to spend time thinking about each letter, and because I can't spell words, it slows me down. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, I would just mash the keyboard and, and spell check would work. <laughs> I can't just mash the keyboard anymore. Huh. All right. Which has been surprising. So, yeah, I've, I've stuck to that. That's been pretty. Would I recommend other people do it? If you're having pain like I was, yes, do it. 
Otherwise, don't do it. Well, that's the question. Has it changed your pain? Oh, yeah. My pain levels have gone way down. I don't have pain anymore. Oh. And I'm well. typing. With my new job, I type more than I ever have. Why <laughs> did it get rid of pain? He doesn't because have to move his fingers as much. I And different fingers move. Yeah. So the, the my new keyboard layout, its philosophy is keep the most used letters to the home row, and if you're the, the second okay, most used letters right, to your right, pointer right. fingers that are stronger, right? Yeah. Whereas QWERTY, you're using your middle fingers and your weaker fingers all the time. You know, to be fair, I think that you're not typing more, but because you have to type so much longer because you're slower, it feels That's like true, it. too. But no, I am typing more. Oh. I spend more times in my more time in Microsoft Teams than I have my entire like past three years combined in the past bar, two months. It's bar. insane. Fun. Right. Let's get some. We're we gonna we're we gonna sneak this. Okay, uh, we're gonna sneak head? we're gonna sneak these in because this is a pre review. Unfortunately, I can't do a full review on these because I think something is broken. Oh. Yep. So what's luckily, the product? So the oh yeah, thank you. I should say that. These are the Creative Aurvana Ace 2 earbuds, and they are the ones we talked about a few months ago that have the new solid-state MEMS uh, sound reproduction technology inside the earbud. Like an, is it like the induction stuff? It's uh, so, so up until this point, all headphones or oh, yeah, they use the earbuds – use one of three different types of drivers. You have your regular, your classic diaphragm drivers that if you look at a big speaker, that's what I'm talking about. It's just a smaller version of that where you have circles and then the diaphragm moves in and out to produce the sound. The other option is planar magnetic, which is what some of your high-end headphones have, like the Odyssey Maxwell's. Hi-Fi Man uh, is a company that does those and a few other, a few other companies do. Uh, planar magnetic and then there's another one that's called like uh something static i can't remember but those are super uncommon anyway um but this is a fourth option and it's mems hmm. and the way it works is i have no idea how it works but it's basically <laughs> magic <laughs> it's basically a solid they call it a solid state driver and so there's no moving parts and it produces sound now the thing about it is the way it produces sound, it ends up being much clearer than other ways of reproduction in your classic earbuds and things like that. Are these the ones you said that got lossless? Are this is that lost? Is that is that the ones? I thought we were talking about some headphones. Uh, that no, they're lossless. not lossless because your lossless is going to depend on the codec you use. Uh, okay. Uh, when you're streaming audio, and your Bluetooth connection, and you, yeah, and your Bluetooth connection. Now, these ones. Uh, the MEMS tech doesn't cover, it currently doesn't cover all, all wavelengths of sound. Uh, it's a lot better at producing your trebles, your higher pitched frequencies. So what these do is that these are dual driver. They have your classic 11 millimeter drivers um, for the low end stuff. And for the high end stuff, they use the new, the new MEMS oh, that's tech. clever. I'm kind of disappointed for some reason. No, this is fantastic the way it works because it separates the mm -hmm. the uh, frequencies so you do, they don't end up conflicting trying Doesn't, to come off the same. No, it, I, I I agree for the for that product, but for the technology, I thought it was oh, more robust than that. No, it'll, I'm sure it'll scale up to larger. The, the other thing that's interesting about MEMS is it's it's the opposite of what you usually see with technology where they have to build something big and then try to make it smaller. 
all the mem stuff is already very very small and they're working on scaling it up to larger speaker units hmm. and so anyway as a result of it being a dual driver and the new mems technology i can say pretty certainly that these are the best sounding earbuds i've ever had in my life hmm. um they are so much clearer than everything else i've used and the uh eq option in the creative app is pretty dang robust yeah. so you can tweak it to your heart's content i bet having the separate drivers makes it's it so that you deal. can tweak it's more independently the highs yeah. and the lows some of the, some of the higher iems will have like up dual or triple 12 drivers or, yeah way yeah, more tons of drivers yeah. for this purpose and so as a result of that this is and the mems technology they're using these these sound phenomenal um and they they're they're bass heavy and which is interesting because i read some other reviews who said some of them said they were bass heavy and some of them said they weren't there wasn't enough bass i would definitely say and being a bass head myself these are pretty bass heavy there's hmm. more low end on these on the flat eq than there is in um like your airpod pros or your neuro true pros as well that i've reviewed and um it goes much lower like it go these go rumbly rumbly i've never heard rumbly from an from an earbud before as well i mean as far as earbuds go they go rumbly now i also did grab some uh as you Big can tips. see from here the ear to the compli ear tips yeah I had some that already fit, so I slapped those on there. They come with some pretty weak sauce, super thin silicone earbud tips, so I I got those out. That might That'd be probably the base a huge problem. difference. Yeah. So this makes a big, yeah, I think this probably makes a big difference too. So, so what's so broken yeah, about it? The broken aspect is the software, um, mm -hmm. and I don't mm -hmm. know if it's the firmware or the software or a combination of both, but the problem is, oh, by the way, these use that new Snapdragon uh sound chip too that has all the snapdragon goodies um oh before i get into the broken software these have anc they have wireless charging they have usb-c charging is the um, anc good the anc is actually good really uh, yeah surprisingly it's like not, how good it's not airpods pro 2 quality because that's just i i still feel like that's a generation ahead of everything out there yeah, okay earbuds wise but as compared to everything else, quite good. Yeah, the ANC and the Liberty Pro 3s that I have, or 2s, whatever, it sucks. It's the yeah, worst ANC it's, it's better. <laughs> it's, it's much better than those. Um, but uh, anyway, so yeah, uh, uh, the problem is, is you set in the app your EQ profile that you want, and you turn on, and you can turn on and off low latency and whatnot. But as soon as you put those earbuds back in their case, and get them back out to use them again, it goes back to default. And oh. you have to get in every time Oof. and turn low latency back on and change the EQ. And I've already oh. opened a ticket with Creative to tell them what's going on and send them Did screenshots and everything. Other people, and other people report it too? Nope. These are so new that no, nobody else is no talking about them yet. He's on the bleeding edge. <laughs> oh, these no. these are brand spanking new. Like They were pre-ordered a month ago, and they and there's only like three other reviews up on these. Um Ooh. That aren't just like you know previews. Actually, are they reviews. saying the same thing as you? Uh, sound quality is great. Uh, the so Android Authority has theirs up, and they they gave it a four point five out of five. They said the sound quality is pristine, and then um, 
I can't remember who the other one that has has it had up. They liked it as well. I read someone's review on Reddit, and they didn't like them. And I don't know. They they seemed just kind of. They seemed like your audio filed neck beard, mm. hardcore, and I don't know what they were expecting from it. So I don't I don't really know what to gauge their review on. But anyway, yeah. So my recommend oh 150 bucks too is the price on these. So they're actually for all the features you get, very good price. Well, you're um, saying they're the best sounding ones you ever put in your ears. Yeah. For, for 150. A, for 150 bucks. Wow. Creative yeah. stuff always goes on crazy sales sometimes too. So yeah. might as well so just wait. <laughs> I would recommend waiting for that reason and also so they fix this freaking problem that uh, it resets. So, like, because I want to use these with my Steam Deck, but you have to have low latency on, right? So, for yep. me to use these actively, like efficiently or whatever, to use these well with my Steam Deck, I have to hook them up, get them on my phone, turn off low latent or turn on low latency, and then connect them to my Steam Deck for them to have what low latency. Pain. It's yeah, it's not, it's not good. And so hopefully they fix that because if they fix that, I would give these like a, I would give these probably a nine out of ten. I'm not gonna go higher than a nine out of ten because uh, it doesn't have. Um, what do you call it when you when you take it out of your ear and it pauses the music? It doesn't have that, um, and that's kind of a bummer. Isn't a, that's a bummer, but not a giant bummer. Not a deal breaker by any stretch, if you ask me. Yeah. Um, but it, it it doesn't have that, and then there was one other uh, thing that it that it doesn't have. I can't remember off the top of my head, but I'm gonna re-review these when it gets fixed, hopefully. And um, the problem though is, is until it gets fixed, I'm I'm gonna give them like a seven. Mm. Even maybe even no, maybe even no. a six. No persistent changes. That's yeah. not good. That's a deal breaker, in mm -hmm. my opinion. Yeah. What a you pain. Know, I would not unless they fix that, I can't recommend these, even though they sound fantastic. So there you go. Uh hopefully I can report back later. Oh, you get about Some six hours of battery life uh per charge and like That's twenty fine. twenty-four hours total with the with the charging case. Yeah. No, like I said. Almost everything about these are just absolutely phenomenal, and then it ruins it. It just they they don't stick the landing because of that software or firmware issue, whatever it is. Poopy. So, all right, I didn't mean for that to go that long. Sorry, but uh, there you go. Extra long episode for Christmas. That's right. Merry Christmas. We won't be on next week. So, well, I think that's it. Um, before we go, thank you so much, Patreon backers. Keep an eye out for the your. Uh, your extra bonus uh, mini segment next week. And um, we appreciate you and your contributions to the show. Uh, if you are one of the $6 tiers or more, you get to get a shout out on the air, which Jaron has for us right now. Big thank you to David Broshinsky, Connor Keesaw, and Wiffleball Tony. You guys are there through thick and thin. Thank mm -hmm. you. Si se puede, Reap Rewards, rebooting router registries religiously. Andy Bird, be the eight-year-old. Travis Johnson by Geek Show Arcade helped us stickers at Pie Man Graphics on Etsy. All proceeds go to Lee George Cade's medical bills, Cold. I'm assuming. Yeah, medical bills. Jeremy, no name, Thanks, no Travis. color. Kesslo, Eric Steinman, Eric Cruz. Owen has tech cred. Boom. Matt Nelson, Mr. Hand and Mr. Spicoli in 2024. Aloha, it's our time. Josh D, Adam, Aaron Faulkner, Stuart Lloyd, Joe. There's no place like G28, X0, Y0, Z0. Ryan M and Adam Hatch. 
All right. Thank you so much, Patreon backers. Okay. That's it. We are done. Lando, take us out. Be an end user. That's it? I ran out last week. Remember? Dude, that's all you, you got? Oh, my God. You fell? A whole, you f- a whole week and you couldn't think of another one? How about I ran out last week. Be an end user. I, I, I encouraged um, listeners to <laughs> give us some, right? Wow, that's Be an it. end user. We're, we're done. We'll see you next year. <laughs>